Good morning. Today is the memorial of the Passion of St. John the Baptist. And so fitting that we have this reading today and this memorial uh, because tomorrow's gospel is also going to take up the theme of giving one's life. So we have it in the precursor to the Messiah, the precursor to Christ, uh, John the Baptist, who was the forerunner, the one who announced the coming of the Lamb of God. And so we pray today for all those named John who take St. John the Baptist as their patron, whether your name is Joan or John or Sean or uh, Jean, uh, we pray for you and we thank God for your life and for your call to be a witness to Christ in this world, a light to the nations. Let's read from the Gospel of Mark. Mark 6, chapter, uh, verse, Mark 6, verses 17 to 29. Herod was the one who had John the Baptist arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. She had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. Herodias's own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guest. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? She replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made a request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed. But because of his oath and the guest, he did not wish to break his, wish, his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the, platter on, the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't sound like good news, but it is part of the Gospel. So we need to search and see what, what is good about it. Well, John died for the truth. He heralded that truth that Herod should not be living with his brother's wife. And he went to an eternal reward, John the Baptist, because he stuck up for the truth. He was a light 
shining in the darkness that pointed the way to the Lamb of God. So in one way, it's only fitting that he should partake in the Lord's passion by giving up his own life, by shedding his own blood in testimony to God's truth. What's interesting too about this is how much Herod felt the attraction of John's words. He was perplexed and confused because he was full of his own stuff inside, his own greed, his own um, sickness and sin. I mean, we all have sin, so that's no surprise. But he, he couldn't quite get himself to, um, to welcome the prophetic word of John. And so it just got worse and worse to the point of um, having him beheaded killing a prophet. We pray that we may be always open to the truth. And then instead of beheading it or um, shutting it off, that we may open our hearts to the truth of God. In humility, asking the help we need from God and, and maybe too from others because we're struggling. I'm struggling with this word. I'm struggling with the scripture. I'm struggling with this truth. I'm struggling with the what I'm supposed to live. Asking help and going on that journey, having the courage to take the time and make the journey for the sake of the truth. You know, um, there are, are win many wonders of communication and uh, we love watching TV shows and movies and the there's a lack of reality in them many times because the uh, problems are usually solved in either a half hour segment or an hour segment or in the case of a movie, a two hour segment for us Americans because that's how American movies run. Um, but real life is not like that. So we ask for the grace to have the patience to work through our questions, our doubts, our struggles with the truth, with God's law, um, and ask for the help we need and uh, join in the good fight, be on Christ's side. We pray our morning offering of this Saturday in ordinary time. Divine Heart of Jesus, I offer you through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Mother of the Church, in union with the Eucharistic sacrifice, my prayers, my actions, my joys and sufferings of this day, in reparation for sins and for the salvation of all men and women, according to the special intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, in the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Heavenly Father. And we pray for vocations. Oh, Jesus, eternal shepherd of our souls, send good laborers into your harvest. So we ask God's blessing on all of you. I know many of you have joined and we're still praying for all those who have to rebuild now after Hurricane Laura. Um, I know that the Diocese of Lake Charles had five churches totally devastated. Um, and they will put to good use any financial help you send. So we um, continue to pray 
for them and for those of us who can send the help that they need to rebuild. Um, and there are lots of ways to help. But if you go to the, the um, webpage of the Diocese of Lake Charles, Louisiana, you can help there. Thanks so much for help, for praying with me today. And I continue to pray for you and for all your intentions. May God bless us all. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.